to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 40. I'm mad how we're on episode 40. Go get in there, innit? Well. Well, to nothing. I, I, there's, no, there's, no, there's no end goal. Get <laughs> in, in there. there. Hitting that target. I'm just surprised we've been as committed as we are, actually. Yeah. So, I'm proud of us. Deep Blue Sea. This was, this was your choice, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is weird because it is one of my favourites. I'm just going to do a quick disclaimer. I am full of cold and so I am going to sound like shit. So if you don't like diseased people, then you might not want to listen to this one because it's not going to be the best sound quality, but we're just going to deal with it. Correct. So yeah, Deep Blue Sea, cracking film. One of them ones that I used to watch at grandma's as a child all the time. I'd have it on repeat. Yeah, I was. that's the first note I put. Just a quick disclaimer. This film is close to all our hearts. Between Scream, Deep Blue Sea, and Ali G, this was our childhood. Yeah. Like, this is what we grew up watching, which probably explains a lot, actually. And the uh, first thing I want to say is, I cannot believe this is a 90s movie. I know. It looks good. It like, holds the up in so it look well. Really well. Like, the deaths and stuff. The, the, the sharks look insane. Yeah, they look really good. I didn't know that sharks... Like, I'm getting like way ahead of myself, but I didn't know that sharks flex the teeth out when they... Yeah, like the thing comes back. The, it like, really like fucking stresses me out. Yeah. I got really upset about it. It scared me. <laughs> I was like, don't like that. Do not like it. Right, so let's kick off with it. So it starts off in a pontoon. Uh, we get a lot of shark perspective shots, which is fine because that's exactly what Jaws did. Yeah. But Jaws did it because it was low on budget. Whereas this film don't really give a fuck about budget. It's just like, fuck it, let's just put let's another million it. into it and just do it. And it starts with just four horny adults pretending to be teenagers. Yeah. Making like, out. Typical horror. We love a good starting point. And this bit, so I love this film and I don't want anybody to ever assume I don't because it's fantastic. But some of the things that I watched back, I was like, that's questionable. Yeah. And this is one of them. Like, a shark does not see like a bull does. Like, if it's red wine that's spilled over the deck, it's not going to be like blood. Yeah, exactly. I was like... thinking that. Like, I'm, I'm the same. I love this film daily. But there are some, and I especially noticed it this time, there are definitely some things in it where I'm like, eh. Yeah, spilling like, wine don't sure, do shit. Are you sure about that? <laughs> So, yeah, apparently the uh, shark, especially because these sharks are meant to be intelligent as well, it's not going to be like, ooh, red, with a tint of red grape. That's exactly (laughs) what I want. But, yeah, it's questionable, but whatever. The shark breaks through the pontoon and this, oh, one of the guys just full-on headbutts the girl. And I never remember that being in there, but... That wasn't fake, and they just kept it in the film. Like, it didn't mean to headbutt her. (laughs) But, God, it looked like it hurt. Jesus. And the shark is coming for them, but Carter, at the very last second, saves the day by shooting it. Yeah, first thing, Carter shoots it, and I think the only resistance on that rope is Carter holding the gun. (laughs) So you're telling me, like, your average-sized male is going to stop a a shark in frenzy mode trying to attack someone? Like this, the, shark, this is the, deep blue the shark is going at full pelt for it. He shoot, he shoots for it, and then that holds it back. His strength holds that shark back. I just that was my first one. I was like, eh, are you sure about that? But yeah, we'll we'll go with it. We'll uh, he is the shark whisperer, so maybe he whispered some incantation into the water, which instantly mollified it. 
Then we cut to a business meeting between the English doctor lady and a team conducting research. She's called Dr. Susan, but I called her Dr. Kate three quarters through my notes because <laughs> I just thought she looked like a Kate. I spent majority of her film time sitting there thinking, who does she remind me of? Scarlet from As Above, So Below. She reminds me of the oh, yeah. girl from that. Probably the accent, which even I got confused at, and I'm British, but once again, we'll go with it. So... This, she, I'm presuming she's trying to convince or she's having like a link up with the company that are funding the research for the... Yeah, it's at, so, so like what it's, just to put the film into perspective, it's about that the setting is in the middle of the ocean. It's this really big like... Aquatica. Yeah, yeah, it's called Aquatica. It's like this really big like research lab, but it's majority of it is underwater. It's an underwater research mm. lab uh, all made out of concrete stuff. It looks really good. It's a, I love the setting because it feels so isolated. Yeah, it is a good it, setting. Although it's a shark film, it feels like a slasher because the sharks eventually get inside the compound and, and they're chasing them around, aren't they? Yeah. That's what it feels like. So it feels in a way like a slasher. It is good. And I, I like the setting as well. I agree. But yeah, the to, to, to go on, yeah, I think, I think the people who, well, uh, what's the actor's name? I can't remember his name. Who are you on about? Not LA, not LA. Oh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. That's it. So I think he's like the is a multimillionaire, and they're basically funding this research at that lab. And I think they're about to pull the funding, so he's come down to see how close they are to to achieving the goal. To basically because they want them to keep funding them, they need yeah. that last bit of money. They, they've put a lot bit of they've put a lot of money into this project already. It came out with like was like. 2.4 million yeah and that, like and that, that opening scene the shark attack that was one of the sharks escaped the compound and that made headline news which is why the company was going to pull the funding because yeah. I'm saying like it's bad, pub bad publicity so Dr. Susan goes on this sort of emotional X Factor sub story about her dad and you know what made me laugh which isn't funny but it is actually quite funny when you think about it she's like I had to stand there every day and tell my father that his wife was dead. I was like, why yeah. the fuck would you tell him that? Like, could you not just do a 51st dates thing and be like, hi, dad, yeah, <laughs> here's it's, the lowdown. It's, it's throw <laughs> I think they didn't need that sob story without it. That sounds awful. Like, obviously, Alzheimer's is a really terrible thing, but I mean, like, in terms yeah. of that film, it didn't need that. Like, the, the <laughs> fact that there was research into to find a cure for Alzheimer's was good enough in itself. They didn't, because that story was never brought up again. It didn't no. really have much of an impact on the story. It was just kind of thrown in there like, oh, fucking hell. Like if he made, if he was, so if he was forgetting his memory every single day, like she said he was, like why would you spend that time telling him that his wife's dead? Yeah, I just thought, like, oh, she up, popped out you? to the shop, like she's coming back soon, don't worry about it, because the next day it won't really matter. But yeah, it's a bit of a shitter really. Yeah. And they've basically got the weekend, this weekend visit to make progress. Yeah. To the point where, they will fund the last little bit of money. So then we get a helicopter scene of Aquatica and the we, we see a somebody dropping the shark back into the water. Yeah. Now Dr. Franklin and Jan meet. So Dr. Franklin is Samuel L. Jackson's character. He's got his own sort of past, so he was in he, the Alps. He survived an avalanche, didn't yeah. he? So it was like a survivor kind of thing. Yeah. And Jan sort of takes him through the introductions and what's happening and things like that. Carter is swimming and Dr. Franklin is screaming for somebody to help him because this shark just comes up behind him. Yeah. And like, I don't know why. Why did somebody not just go, all right, just don't worry about it. It's a, it's See, a shark. what whisper. I want to know is working in a, an industry where health and safety is massive, like, is the the head, like, the owner of the company that's investing all this money, that, that'll that make you fucking think, what, get the fuck out of there. Like, have you ever heard of, like, like, health and safety? If, the, if there was a death here, that would shut us down completely, yeah. especially, like... And 
I, I put in in my notes. There's just no way. There's no way someone's learned to fucking ride a shark. Like, no. it comes to bite him. He like pushes its nose down and yeah. then grabs onto its fin. It's and that's so right. elegant. I mean, f- come it's like, on. It's like Shamu. That's what I mean. For <laughs> fuck's sake, like, have a day off, will you? But the he's only getting a license plate out of its mouth in the end, isn't it? I yeah. was wondering this. Like, what equivalent is a license plate in a shark's tooth to a human? Do you think it's like a bit of food stuck in its tooth? Do you think it's painful? No, probably not. Shark, sharks constantly reproduce new teeth, constantly. Oh, see, that's fucking. This, I think obviously this might not be entirely entirely accurate, but I think they've got like three or four rows, and then like what happens is as one row finishes, like it like kind of just falls off okay's way, and then a new row will come back come forwards. Like they're always yeah. replacing the teeth. And we learn that they're testing everything on sharks, so they're testing new medication yeah. on the these sharks to see if. The Alzheimer's, like the neurons, will take over the Alzheimer's ones, and what makes me laugh. So this, this is the second bit that makes me laugh. Everybody is leaving for the weekend, but then the host of the surprise party for the doctor. Everybody fucking hates that doctor, and you know it. That doctor Susan, like yeah. she, I, I can imagine she's like the bitch from hell to work for. But then you've got Doctor Jim Woodlock, and he is Alexander Skarsgård, and. Jan is talking about how he's a genius and how he's amazing, and then he's pissing into the wind. Yeah. Best scene, and I was I was laughing. So we also get Scott. Is it Scott or it's like Scotch or something like that? Yeah. He's the other character, and that is sort of our premise of the cast yeah, for the Scott's main film. And Carter, did we mention Carter? Yeah, Scott Carter. Jan. So, so Carter's like just give a bit of insight. Carter's like the expert on the shack. It's not really an expert, but it's just kind of the. The mad one who just does everything, like he feeds the sharks, yeah. he, he swims with them, like he he does all the nitty gritty work that the doctors need to know. But what go near and then Scott Scott, I think's an expert on the facility, like yeah, how it's built. He's how, like the technician. Yeah, he's like he? he's like the maintenance guy of the building. So I watch this um, watch. I listen to this podcast, and I'm gonna rep him now, the Horror Virgin. And it's I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but it's three people. So there's Paige, Todd, and Mikey, and Todd hates horror films, and. We, they make him watch them and then they do a review on them afterwards and they did Deep Blue Sea and all the way through it because I've listened to this podcast the, this because he's called Michael Davenport the actor and all the way through it he's constantly going who are you going to trust? <laughs> me that's who and all the way through the podcast they were just like who are you going to trust? and all, <laughs> they were on about something else and then somebody went who are you going to thrust? and so they were just rhyming all the way through so that's all I was thinking about and I love the horror virgin it's fab and Sue, we learn that Dr Susan is doing research in her office and Jim is also there so that gives the impression that none of the other people know that these sharks are being genetically modified yeah they didn't did they it was no. just Dr Susan and, and Dr Jim yeah. got his arm bitten off so to give a bit of context to the story, basically what they're doing is they're trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's and they, they, they notice something in the shark's brain that could like revive dead brain cells. This might not be entirely accurate, but like this is just like a rough rough idea of what it is. Um, but the the brain, the like the size of the shark's brain wasn't enough to produce enough to be able to make a significant impact on a human brain cell. So there was genetically like improving the brain like basically making the sharks brains bigger which in in turn made them a lot smarter and then the the, the hunters become the hunted essentially so well, yeah but, that was a pretty pretty detailed but, that was a good explanation but yeah. nobody else except dr susan and the other doctor know they all know that they're trying to do get this stuff from the shark's brain because they think it'll cure alzheimer's but they don't know that the, the standard brain the brain size of the shark isn't big enough so they've had to genetically modify it to get it a lot bigger to produce enough of this 
substance or whatever to be able to cure Alzheimer's, essentially. Yeah. Inventive. Invent- it, it, it's a good plot. I quite like it. it. It's different. To, I know, I know, I know what I you're I thought we were going to do our little catchphrase now and you've just It'll die out me. quick. We'll, em- we'll ever do it. You've just embarrassed me in front of the entire... 330 listeners we've got. I remember when it used to just be into the entire Yara. <laughs> to Yara and Yara alone. No, we know there's a few more. Okay, right. Well, so yeah, that's the premise of the down. film. So yeah, they, they, they're the only ones that know about this genetic modification taking place. And then we cut to the chef, who is LL Cool J, who is hilarious in this role. He's so good. And he's got his little bird on his shoulder. Yeah. I just love that it's called Bird. Yeah. Bird. <laughs> bird. And... They, they, all of them, the the little tank windows, the, the small little windows, and they keep looking out at them. So Dr. Susan does, and LL Cool J does, and it's sort of like the impression that they're being watched, yeah. and they're being hunted, but you never see anything in those tank yeah. windows. But that's the first time I ever noticed that, and I quite liked it. Quick question. You might know, but I don't know. I know it's touched upon very briefly, but a big uh, Susan gets a leverage on Carter because Carter's questioning her methods, and she's like, "Do you want to work here? Yeah, like, how much wants, do you like job? How much do you like?" Because he's got some sort of background. That yeah, he was him... in prison. Is that all it is? Yeah, he's got a criminal record. I feel like it's just barely fucking touched upon. Like, it seemed like she had some massive dirt on him, but just in being in prison, like. Anyway, I just wanted to. I just wanted to know because I didn't. And I, I heard him talking about his background, but I was like, "Have they even explained what happened?" Yeah, they briefly mentioned it somewhere along the line. They mentioned what he was in prison for, but I can't remember for the life of me. But yeah, she she's a complete bitch. So they're at, yeah, they're at the party, aren't they? She's sort of saying, you know, if we don't impress them this weekend, then yeah, you're going to shut this whole thing down. But, you know who I feel sorry for in this scene? The sharks. No, deep. I mean, yeah, deep but... blue sea. Maybe that's that's how we do it in the deep blue sea. Maybe that's where the the deep comes from. But no, (laughs) deep blue sea in bold deep. (laughs) Who do you feel sorry for? Feel sorry for LL Cool J. I I love him in this. It makes me. I just think it's pretty fucking harsh that they made him stay behind that bar all night, and there was only about four at the party. Like you know, socialize a bit, but okay. So Jan doesn't know about the Gen Mod. genetic modification because she explains to uh dr franklin that it would be it would completely breach the ethics that the company go for and things like that so it 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 sort of confirms the fact that nobody else knows about it yeah the storm is coming over aquatica so this there's somebody in the watchtower tony soprano's sister and she's in the watchtower she says that a storm's coming and it sort of foreshadows what's going to happen later on and then it cuts very quickly to probably the next night, I assume. We don't really get a time frame in this film. The only time frame we get is the people leaving for the weekend and then yeah. coming back right at the end. Maybe that's the whole point of it, though. Of it the wants you to not like it's all uncertain, isn't it? How long they've been there, like where they can go. Because you do feel very claustrophobic in this film. Yeah. It's narrow hallways, and once once the, the facility goes under and it's flooded, like the shacks could be in any one of the rooms, any one of the hallways, which is why I like. Think why I like it so much. It's more of a slasher than a than a, obviously it's a shark film, but it's an aspect of like being chased and Be, yeah, hiding hunted. in rooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now it's fair enough. But they are planning to do the big experiment that night, and you know, look at the firing neurons and stuff yeah. like that. So Carter goes down there to tranquilize the sharks, and he goes through this cage. It looks impressive, like yeah, for what it is. Good. And they've all got cameras around the facility, around the water. And because of the storm, it's quite murky anyway. And it was like with this poor visibility, poor visibility. But I was like, I can see him fine on that camera. Yeah. It's not, it's not that poor. But the sharks 
at the exact same time both crash into either side of the the gate the fence the cage, the yeah. cage in yeah so while they're doing that they start taking out the cameras and one of the sharks um is going for obviously he's still in the enclosure so he's safe going for carter and then carter pulls out a gun and the shark recognizes it and starts swimming backwards yeah obviously two things there. sharks shark, can't you know, swim backwards sharks can't swim backwards and two sharks don't know what guns are so the fact that he recognized both and fucked off i think people started like raising eyebrows in and going how what, why is that yeah like, wow, that's know sauce, that. yeah. yeah and then yeah you're right they start taking out each camera i love that bit yeah. when they're taking out the cameras I was like, so i mean so it just clever. feels like a slasher like it, just the way it's the way it's done yeah it, it was really clever and the well, Carter still manages to get the best of them, but he has to open the cage up and go out into the center of it. And so he does end up tranquilizing one, and the shark is then brought up. Now, I fucking love this scene, yeah, it's a fucking cinematic. Just one. how good the shark looks, by yeah. the way, it looks insane, realistic, yeah, it just does not look robotic at all or fake at all. Now, may I firstly say, for a fucking genius doctor. Dr. Stellan Skarsgård, whoever the fuck his name is, Jim, Dr. Jim, lighting up a cigarette in an oxygenated room, they are below surface level, so, you know, that could have lit up, like one fucking spark and then night-night, yeah. and he tries to light up a cigarette, what a dick. But then, they're all, they're, oh, Carter's just such a badass. Yeah, like, just just stroking it. Yeah, stroking it. I think he's a man of the shark, it. isn't he? he? He's like... I don't necessarily think he agrees with what's going on. So he's just there to kind of look after the sharks in a way. Yeah. Like he cares for them he's a pour, little bit. He's pouring water over it. He's yeah. stroking it. Do you think that shark was tranquilised or was it just weighted? Yeah, this is what I mean. You don't know because it said at the start of the film when when they captured that first shark, it took two tranquilizers to get him. And he said that should that should would have killed it, him. Yeah, the, he, the other guy was like, well, two tranquilizers would have been enough to kill him. You just missed your first shot. He was like, no, I hit them both. So I don't know. Maybe they just up the, um, up the like in, yeah dosage of of tranquilizer. Unless they didn't at all. But yeah, you're right. If was that shark truly asleep? Because it kept moving yeah. and it kept twitching and things like that. And so I was thinking maybe it was waiting for the right time. Yeah. So it, the thing about this film is, if you're not in, if you're not into like neurology or X-rays or. God knows what. This looks incredibly realistic, yeah. this whole scene. So she's putting equipment on it. Dr. Susan's putting equipment on it. She's got in the tank. Well, she's got in like the pool, I would say you'd call it, with the shark and Carter. And she sort of, she uh, probes the brain, gets the vial of liquid out. What makes me laugh in this film is the fucking music placement. There was a scene where she hands the vial over to Dr. Jim. Yeah, and it's such a fucking weird yeah. place to put music in. Because it's sort of like the climax of the scene. Like, you'd expect that with the shark, like, biting his arm off or yeah. something. But hey-ho, whatever. And then that's really the next thing that happens. So they find out the experiment was successful and that they may well have cured Alzheimer's yeah. or be massively on the way to doing so. And everybody's cheering and excited and Dr. Stellan Skarsgård cracks open another cigarette and then he bends down to the shark to say we did it buddy and the shark just lifts turns, up turns its head and rips his arm off. off so good i remember that as a kid that's that's the that's the scene that sticks me out this whole film like from a from a childhood is that 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 whole scene the, the whole 
it is surgery on the shark, yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, takes his arm clean off. Yeah, so he's pissing blood everywhere. Everybody's trying to sort of fix him up. The storm has hit now, and so it's really, really violently raining and thundering and lightning and things like that. And the helicopter comes to take Dr. Jim off. So they rush out with him and get him strapped up onto the helicopter. And I was just thinking in that scene, imagine how scared you must be. Like, I know it's not real, but just dangling yeah. in a storm with your arm hanging off. Well, not even hanging off, it's off. Yeah. That, that's mad. And then the shark that that was stopped by one fucking person shooting a, a, an arrow with a rope on it then pulls down a fucking helicopter. And, kind yeah. Of so a helicopter couldn't pull it back, but a fucking... Well, it doesn't pull it down could. so much as pull it, it into it, the it tower. It the tower, yeah, and blow, blows the tower up. And Which is very intelligent. That and starts that's... a sinking, doesn't it? Yeah, so... Can I, can I just add now, though, the... The whole point of, I noticed, this is the only time I've noticed it, like, since ever watching it, is later on in the scene where Scotch dies, Carter just escapes, just, but the shark could have got him, but turns away. Chooses not to. He chooses not to, and that's because the sharks, as I say at the towards the end, the sharks have been manipulating them to sink the facility so that the titanium gates, because basically around the first facility, there's titanium gates that, that the sharks could never, ever get through. Whereas on the surface, it was just steel gates because why would you need titanium above yeah. the above surface? So the sharks' whole plan, quote unquote, was to get the humans to sink the facility to the point where the steel cages were in well, the water lower, yeah. so that they could break through them. Now, I know, fair enough, right? Uh, yeah, okay. But how did the sharks know that a helicopter was going to come? How did the sharks know that they'd be able this to pull is, it in? Yeah. Like, they're smart, but they're not psychic. Like, they won't even know what a helicopter and is. And sharks jump? They can, yes. Uh, great whites can. I know great whites breach. But these, these are Mako. Mako. Yeah, yeah, they look like massive tiger sharks. Yeah, so... <coughs> oh, I didn't know if, like, every shark could jump. It, they might do. I know for a fact great whites... So I was like, you definitely could have yeah, jumped that. And I know now. for a fact great whites do, but I don't know about, about those ones. But hmm. if you're 500% smarter or whatever it is, because I think that's what they said, 500% of capacity. Just take a leap. Yeah, or just walk. They'll probably learn to fucking walk on the fins. <laughs> just two little walk things. Walk on the fins, yeah. If they're that smart, they'd know how to fucking walk. Join in the party. Or yeah. <laughs> learn to breathe out of water. Do you know how smart are you, really? Right. So the the wire gets trapped. And as I say, this is completely circumstantial. Like, yeah. the, they didn't plan on the wire getting stuck the sharks. And they try and, like, pull him up using the hands. But then the wire starts coming down and burns the helicopter guy's hands. And Dr. Jim ends up down in the water and then the sharks take hold of the wire and drag it towards the watchtower, cause a massive explosion and that's what, it kills Tony Soprano's sister and also starts sinking the facility, essentially. Now, I love this scene and the bit where she is, they're all standing and watching from from the room again and they're like, Samuel Jackson's like, can someone please tell me what the hell that is? And they're all looking. Well, I've got a quote from the film down here, and I can't remember what bit it's from now, but I remember pissing myself in it. And it's Samuel Jackson. He goes, "Am I the only asshole down here that doesn't find that a tad bit odd?" Like something, <laughs> something's happening. That's, I, I think it's where the sharks are essentially uh, uh, taking out the cameras and stuff. And yeah, he's like, "Am I the only the asshole down here that doesn't find that a tad bit odd?" <laughs> I was pissing myself at that. He is good. I love Samuel L. Jackson. He's a good actor, but the. They're sort of like trying to work out what this thing is. Now, at this point, so I can understand while they're trying to wait for 
what it is coming forward, but it's actually Dr. Jim being he's, the hospital gurney's in the shark's mouth. Yeah. And Dr. Jim is just like flying at full force. Now, I'm sorry. How the fuck does that crack the glass? And why could the sharks not do it? It wouldn't. In in I think because what they say later on in the film is that the walls and all the the basically the structure can withstand ten tons of pressure or yeah. something like that. There's no way that shark threw that gurney no. ten tons worth of pressure. That's but yeah, again, it's it's a little continuity error, just something that makes you think. Mm. It's the fact that they're all just standing there watching it. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, the big fucking chunk of glass yeah. comes flying out, and they're just sort of watching, and that brings an end to. Stellan's Garsgard's character as well. He like, pops back up later on. Literally. Yeah. Nice little joke there. Well done. <laughs> Very punny. But he, he dies. It would have it would have killed yeah, him. It would have torn him limb death, from limb. Yeah. And so the glass f- breaks through and obviously water starts flooding the facility. Yeah, this is where the facility starts to sink, which is what the sharks wanted all along. Because the sharks didn't eat the doctor. They picked up his gurney and used him as a fucking throwing object, basically, to smash the glass. Yeah. And at this point, LL Cool J is just walking around with his bottle because he's seeing yeah. all this shaking and this trembling and vibrations from above and he doesn't have a fucking clue what it is. And I just love that he's standing there. I feel like it's a sherry bottle that he's got or a rum bottle. It's something he's cooking with. And he's like, if this is a lesson in drinking, consider it made. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I have learned my lesson. And at this point, it cuts back to Susan, who admits to modifying the shark, and everybody is fuming with her. And actually, because I was looking at a few things, I, I looked at the actress who played her as well, and I was looking at different bits about her. She goes down in Wikipedia... It she on her like Wikipedia page, it's Wiki Villains. Yeah. So she is known as the bad guy. Well, she and she essentially is. she was. Yeah, I don't know what if what she was doing was illegal, but it was definitely it was illegal. It, was, it breached ethics. Oh right, I was gonna say it's fucking pretty stupid. Yeah, it was illegal, and she didn't tell anybody. And she at the end of the day, she's the one responsible for everybody dead. Yeah. Like there's no two ways about well, it. Well, her and the other doctor. Yeah, her and Doctor Jim as well. But sh- this is my thing she would have had to give a full backstory about why she was researching this project you can't just send an email and be like can i have 1.2 million this is my outline like yeah this is what i want to do and she was too personally affected by circumstances so in actual fact they would have never let her research the case because she's too close emotionally with a father having alzheimer's so i was just like "Mm, okay i mean i get i get why she did it but at the same time I presume her father's died. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's a difficult one. And then we get to LL Cool J in the kitchen. I love this scene Yeah, this is so a fucking much. sick scene. So he's sort of like clambering on the shelves because the water's flown down and he's sort of trying to keep on. He's trying to find his bird as well because the bird flew off when <laughs> the water started coming yeah. down. And the bird the bird got me. The jump scare got me. I jumped. About it? Yeah, I forgot that the bird came out. And the bird just perched on a box and he tries to get it and then Shark shark comes the up bird. and fucking nags it, doesn't it? That's so funny. And he ends up trying to shut himself in the oven and the shark accidentally turns the oven on. Does it accidentally or are they that smacks? It seems like he means to do it, like the way the camera angle looks. And it stuff. does, but I thought he just brushed against it. So it and then it turned yeah, on. Yeah, maybe. I, and I he didn't did break see the, any... He did break the glass as well to get in, so. Yeah, so he's sitting at the bottom of the thing because he's managed to get an axe at this point as well and he's starting to sweat a little bit. So he's like trying to yeah, like hack at this the top of this oven to get into the next layer. And it's just the bit where he's like, I'm like, get in face the lion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. 
and he manages to get up just in time because the shark goes through it and he jumps over the shark yeah and he's like finds a lighter and he's like you ate my bird and throws it and the shark just lights up how is that lighter working when it's just swam through water man it's a magic that's lighter. another one where it's i was like eh, but i'll get past it because it was a f- that that cook that so for me it's a lab scene uh, well the testing scene the one which is talking about where his arm goes the cooker scene and then the maintenance ladder scene they're like they're the ones that like when i think of deep blue sea they're what instantly pop yeah, up to mind they are cracking and the bit as well this is the probably the most famous bit in the film alongside the testing scene everybody starts turning on each other because they're talking about the pool flooding yeah. and samuel jackson gives this massive speech and he's like you think water's bad try ice and yeah, i was he, like does he realize that ice is water do, he go, yeah he goes on about his survival where he survived the avalanche yeah. he's like and seven he, he people get... something and five ended up coming out i wish i could i wish i could appreciate how much of a shock this would have been to people watching it for the first time the fact that he's he's stood there giving this like everyone's turning on each other everyone's falling out arguing we're all gonna die like your typical like disaster talk and then he's he he, start, he steps up. He's on this pedestal, like giving everyone a big speech about how how they're gonna do it. They're gonna survive. Like we're when he's not pulled together. going to fight anymore. And then the fucking shark just pops up from behind him, just nags him oh, in one and takes drags him, down. him down. That must have been such a shock. And like, the thing is, as well, first time. he's such a he's such a survivor in films, like you know, snakes on a plane and yeah, stuff like that. And he's like one of that. the biggest names in that film. So the fact that they killed him off, I I imagine it sort of likens to. Drew Barrymore in Scream yeah. sort of thing. Like, we didn't assume he was going to be killed off. We assumed he was going to be a survivor. Yeah. And he wasn't. And uh, everybody's shitting themselves because they're like, right, okay, we're, we're done now. We've uh, Dr. Franklin's killed. Samuel L. Jackson's dead. We are pretty much done. The concept, right, so this bit always confuses me. And I don't know whether it's the dodgy camera angles or what, but they end up in the elevator shaft, if I'm not mistaken, it's the elevator shaft. And it's a big circular framework and they've got to they're trying to go up to the next floor because but they don't know if it's flooded or not. What I don't understand, and I think it's just from what it looks like, it looks like molten lava from the top of the thing, and there's fireballs coming down. That's but it really fucks with me so I, I don't know the exact number of the floors but i'll i'll just say it in my terms so for example they was on floor three they wanted to get to floor one the surface yeah. floor one the surface because it was on fire there was debris falling down to the bottom that's what was going down that was just that was just flaming debris from the rash from the crash that's how you knew that was a top flaming debris from the rash <laughs> so they they needed to get to floor one and they're on floor three they didn't know if floor two was flooded, um, yeah. but but their floor was, so they had to drop down a floor to get onto this. It, it wasn't an elevator shaft; it was a maintenance ladder. So that's like what that's like what you use no matter if everything's broken down, the, the ladder's still there. Yeah. So they had to go down a floor to then go up all the floors. Yeah. But they didn't know if that floor two where they could get out was, was flooded because that's when LA Cool J comes in. Yeah, basically. because they have they end up getting a plan, so they're all climbing up this maintenance ladder. The and Carter says it's like you know because there's a bang on the bottom of the tank door that they've just shut and they're sort of like yeah we, we need to move now so and then carter says if i if i sort of open the doors to the other level then at least it'll like save us some time yeah because it'll it give le- the place it yeah out. it'll level it out a bit more so carter lets scotch go ahead of him and so scotch jan dr susan and carter are on the ladder this bit is also very questionable so the carter managing to open that door with nothing but a thin blade and then his fingers. I'm not yeah. buying it. <laughs> but 
Have we gone down to the panel scene yet? Is this, or is this where it is? No. Scotch survives this bit, doesn't he? Yeah. Like the maintenance ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the maintenance ladder as well fall on a thought oh how unlucky but like the explosions wouldn't have damaged a lot of that far down no like, and that, that wasn't well don't the shark do it i don't know does it i thought the shark knocks past it and takes it takes it out i don't know while because, it's circling because the shark the, the ladder it's it can't just be one ladder to the top because it would have been so long oh yeah 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 i remember i remember it's not the shark that takes it out. I think it, the ladder just fucking breaks. Yeah. But then, yeah, the, the shark, so basically, to, to put it I into, love that bit with the shark yeah, circling. Yeah, that, again, that's the other one from my childhood that I remember. That's another one from my childhood that I remember, like, just a maintenance ladder scene where it, it's basically like a big cylinder that goes upwards with a ladder all the way to the top. Yeah. And the ladder breaks and falls down, and it, as it falls, it catches on the other side of the cylinder. So they're just... It's like a, um, what is it, what are they called? Monkey ladders. Yeah. Yeah, monkey it ladders. It ends up like monkey bars, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, monkey bars, that's it, monkey bars. And they're all, they're all in there, but the, because they opened up the floor below to level the pressure, the shark's got into that cylinder. Yeah. And it's just circling around in this very small space, like, and the water's rising up to him. So from the impact of the ladder falling downwards, Jan end, ends up falling into the water. Yeah. And they, she's sort of like trying to reach and grab for Carter's hand. And Carter's trying to get to her, but she's saying, I don't want to die. And that must be awful. Yeah. And so then she gets pulled down. And I love this scene. It's like a scene from a fucking violent Shamu. It's like, it, is, it does look like she's in a killer, on a killer whale's nose at this point. Because the shark just comes up and Carter sort of grabs her hand, but she's... She's in the shark's mouth. Yeah, she's in point. the shark's mouth. And she's been bitten. Like, she ain't going to survive that. And then she gets pulled back down into the water and dies. And uh, Carter asks Scotch, he's like, can you reach the floor from up here? And he's like, no, it's too high. If they'd have hoisted Susan, they would have got up there. Like, that's not a problem. But they don't need to because LL Cool J comes to the rescue and opens the door. So he manages to pull them all up with his little chef knots that he's got. Yeah, it makes like a little tide thing. Yeah, and and all's well with the world. So far, yeah, that's, that's them out of it. Now we've got Carter, Scotch... Susan and Cool J. Yeah. Who's called Preacher. We keep calling him Cool yeah. J, but he is called Preacher. So they decide that uh, Scotch and Carter are going to try to go down to the lab and LL Cool J is going to stay put with Susan. But Susan has other ideas and she's like, I need to go get my research. God's sake. Yeah. Just give it up as a bad job at this point. Just, you know, it's done. Yeah. But I do understand the concept that she's like I've already lost this much. Yeah. Like, if, it can't be for nothing. If we yeah, if we didn't have it now, then they died for nothing. It's yeah. a waste. So she goes off and they go off. Now this is the bit where Scotch dies. So do you wanna Yeah, they they have to go down and, and switch a panel over. Yeah. Um those panels would not work, can I just say. I can promise you that. This is my little electrical, electrical engineer nerd coming in. Those those panels aren't working anymore. But yeah, they have to swim down and the, the, the fully submerged. You have to go down another level to a floor that's flooded. They switch a panel on, but then Scott just gets fucking battered, doesn't he? Gets, yeah. Gets and like launched yeah, into the panels. He, he gets ripped into pieces, doesn't he? You can see. Oh, and it his just, leg's still twitching. Yeah, that's what I mean. This film is good. Like, even the gore in it's good. And then, yeah, uh, Carter swims out and the shark could have got him, but didn't. And it, I think the film purposely lets you see that it could have got him then, but it, it swam away. And that, that was added to the whole, we want, yeah. we need them alive we to sink the facility. We just want to go out. Yeah. yeah. But they were, because they were flooding it one by one, yeah. they were flooding it floor by floor. And then Susan 
we get the, we get the scene with Susan as well, and the, we get the little fake shark scare scene, which is good. It's come, I and, I, and I like that it wasn't a cheap one because they showed you that fake shark earlier in the film when yeah, Susan was it, te- Susan was testing how to do this surgery. Yeah, it wasn't just shark. out with a blue. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh yeah, because it could have done it like that, and because it, it would have made sense that there'd have been a fake shark shark there. But the fact they foreshadowed it by showing you that it was a fake shark in the film. Yeah. But then the, I, I love this bit when like so she's pushed a fake one away. And then another one behind, it's just like floating, no fins are moving. And then she's looking at it and then it just starts fucking going at her like... Frenzy mode. Yeah, it just looks sick. Yeah, that is, it is a really cool scene. And this is the one I probably remember the most out of all of them. And I don't know why, it's just, it's just interesting. It's a good scene. And so she's sort of like trying to climb on the furniture and she's still submerged in the water with the furniture. And then she gets the idea to break the electrical circuit at the top and electrocute the shark with it unnecessary stripping scene she was wearing shoes with rubber soles it wouldn't she didn't need that extra layer depends on the voltage but she probably didn't she no. wouldn't have known anyway they needed regardless. it they needed she's a model yeah in real needed, life like to, it was the strip scene it's, it's a horror film isn't it? they've got yeah. one in there and so you know she she electrocutes this shark poor sharky i feel really bad for these sharks because actually they're being held captive and held yeah, against the world. They, and they, it's like they say at the end what does like what does a cre- the creature want freedom that's what it dreams of it just yeah. wants to be out in the ocean again but you understand why they have to kill them because otherwise if they bred then there'd have been a fucking Fucked. species of smart as fuck sharks kicking species about. Species of smart as fuck sharks. They'd have been running fucking running ragged. Running as well, like actually running on the fins because they'd have learned to walk by them. Learn algebra. Maybe we're sharks. <laughs> we start working for them. <laughs> That's it. The head mafia shark. So then LL Cool J and Carter go to find her and at this point as well LL Cool J is doing his final will and testament just before Carter finds him again and he's like what do I want to leave behind and then he's like first of all the perfect (laughs) omelette so he's going through his recipes which made me laugh and so they they end up going towards the surface they get into the panel room and they plan to use orange like fluorescent orange life jackets and fire extinguishers because it'll attract noise and it's colour and that's what sharks are drawn to. Yeah, they're got, planning on sending them up. Yeah, they've got to the highest point in the facility that they can that's still underwater where they'd have, they'd have a better chance of being able to swim to the surface before the sharks got them. Yeah. But then, so you're telling me this, that these sharks are smart enough to turn on ovens to fuck, even though that could have been but, an accident. Ooh. But they, they, can't, they can't differ between a fucking, like a, a life jacket and an actual human swimming. Do you know what I mean? It full on reminds me of Up with the dog where he's like, he's really like focused and then he's like squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sharks are like. So they set those off, but they have to let the water flood in so that they can get as far up as they can. And LO I think it's to do with pressure. Yeah. LO Cool J's giving the prayer. And... So it's rather than the water coming in from the top because their floors are Yeah, they want to be up. Yeah. Yeah. So the... They're all sort of like praying that they're actually going to make it out. Good it's scene. Like, I like it. It's enjoyable. It's 60 feet from the surface, so it's quite a... Quite a track. It's quite a track. And, you know, Carter would be okay. Maybe Dr. Susan, because she's got experience with the water and things like that. But LL Cool J would be... Like, he's yeah, the one who risks the most, isn't he? And so LL Cool J does actually get bitten and swept out, whereas Carter and... Dr. Susan managed to get out. Yeah, okay. get, get onto like, so there's only a tiny bit of the, the facility shown on the surface now, like the tips of concrete and stuff, and they get they got on that, and but LL Cool J's caught in the mouth, isn't he? Yeah, and, and he's, he's just like dragged along. He's dragged along, and then the way he gets released is he stabs a shark in the eye with a with crucifix. crucifix. 
and he manages he, he's still alive he's yeah he's doing he his best it. he survives it and Carter meant to say Carter saves him and they work out that the sharks didn't want them they wanted them to flood the facility so they could get out yeah, and so that was the whole thing and that's so that is clever. clever yeah they wanted to they wanted to you because they knew that they couldn't get through titanium but they could get through steel so they needed yeah, to drop they, the steel down there's so many occasions when those sharks could have killed everyone everyone much. but they didn't and this the first so i didn't watch this I did watch this a couple of months ago, but before that, I hadn't watched it since I was like nine or ten. And for some reason in my mind, like, I thought Susan lived. No. Like, she seems like the protagonist in the end. She's sort of like, oh, she's the one that's going to survive. And I don't know whether it would have been better if she did survive, because then she's got that survivor's guilt for the yeah. rest of her life. But she... Uh, and I do think part of it is a death wish. Like, she can't live with what she's done because there were so many ways to get that shark. Like, the shark was attacking the titanium and it was pulling through. The steel, And, yeah. yeah, Carter was like, you know, you need to attach this battery to such and such to the positive and then it'll blow the shark Yeah, the, the, the plan was it was going to ha- harpoon it, like, get, get this arrow Do you understand it. all this from, like, an electrical engineer's the point positive of positive and negative battery, yeah. That's just completing a circuit. Does it excite you, though? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Not really, no. Don't, no, because I still don't have a fucking clue when I really... <laughs> yeah, they just, they just shot a harpoon. I'd imagine that harpoon would have had, like, a, a warhead on it, like yeah. an explosive tip. Back to it. Yeah, yeah so once... Once you connect it to the battery, it's completing the circuit, and that'd set off the fuse to blow it up. Because yeah, the, the sharks are basically fucking nutting this cage and getting a hole, hole broken in it. Yeah. And then this this is another bit that oh, makes me. I think, love this bit where she's like, she, "I know what I know what she wants." That's good. That was a good impression. Bait. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, no matter how you. smart they are, it's just still just an animal or something. Yeah. But if these sharks are as smart as the the show now being just the film, animals. one and it says in the film they don't really like the taste of humans very much. So would it have just been like fat little seal? Yeah, just like oh, it smells yeah. like shit. Don't fancy it. <laughs> or even if like the, the, his his head is half out this this steel this steel fence. He's so close to escaping. He's going to be like. Oh, one more human that I could have eaten yeah. about half an hour ago. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll fuck off the plan for that, shall I? Like, I'll just leave <laughs> leave certain freedom. And the thing is as well, like, regardless of how far she swam out, because she didn't swim out very far. She could have just stuck around in the fucking water yeah. if she didn't want to die. Like, drip blood over yeah, the top like she somewhere. knew that she was going to die. She tried to escape though still. She did. She tried to swim back and The ladder's she... fault fell but off the rock. This is what this is what I liked about the film. The shark looks at her for a minute. And then goes for her, yeah. yeah. Say, like, mother or something. Like, you're the one who made us this smart. Mother. Deep, deep blue sea. Deep blue sea. My creator. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose you could say that shark met its maker, finally, and yeah. killed it. Yeah, very true. And so she she gets torn apart. She gets eaten and killed. And then all that's left is LL Cool J. So at this point, Carter's trying to ride the shark again. He's just floating around. He's just living his best life, really. Because he tried to save Susan and he couldn't quite manage it. But LL Cool J is now responsible for hooking up the battery and shooting the harpoon at the shark. And while Carter's riding the shark, LL Cool J shoots, but attaches his leg leg to the shark. Goes for the shark's fin and then uh, Carter's leg. So Carter's just screaming, do it, move. Yeah, do just it, kill it. Kill it. He knows it is going to get blown up yeah. as well, but then... The shark goes through the titanium gate and that... because steel of the, fo- the Sorry, the steel <laughs> gate. Sorry. And because of the force of the impact, it rips the harpoon yeah, out of Carter his Yeah, Carter grabs onto the fence. So the shark gets out, but Carter's grabbed onto the fence and it's ripped, like you said, it's ripped the arrow out of his leg. Yeah. So then he connects a battery, bang, shark's dead. Shark's dead. And I do feel sorry for the sharks. They are. The, and 
They're just, they just wanted to I be I said animal. it earlier on in my notes. They refer to them as monsters, and they're not monsters. They're just animals. Yeah. They're just portrayed to be monsters by cinema, really. That's that's where it comes from. They are. They are very much demonised. Jaws that did it, ja- it? Yeah, Jaws, Jaws started it. Do you know what I mean? I, I do think there's a certain beauty to sharks. Like I, so, I think they're so interesting. Yeah, like, you wanted to I'd, cage I'd, dive, Yeah, it's one of my you? It's one of my bucket lists. I, I want to I wanna go cage diving with great whites. Yeah. And I will do it. Mark my, my words, I will do it. I know you'll do it. We'll do a podcast when I've done it. Okay. And I'll tell you about how I fucking stared down like the world's greatest predator. Took the positive and negative. No, nah, I'm not going to kill it. I'll probably get in big trouble for that. Yeah, props. I just I just want to fucking be there and just like... I just, I just think it must be one of the most interesting things like... Being face to face with certain death. It's not. It's not something I'd like to do. Oh god, I'd love it. But I can see why people would like to do it. It just doesn't interest me. It's, it's not that I'm scared. It's just that I'm not interested. Yeah. So like, that's well, that's the same when we like fucking skydiving. I don't want to jump yeah. out of a plane. It just doesn't interest me. But yeah. I would go cage diving. But yeah, and the the fine at the end. So yeah. they co- the people come back from the weekend. They've had a great old time and that, that's their, they're like, what the fuck? Because yeah, halfway down. Yeah, that's, the and that's their ticket out of there. That's, and it that's done. the ticket out of there. Right, so we've got a little revelation for you all. Yeah, my friend ruined it and and accidentally, but he told me the budget of the film, what which he, it might still be wrong, but is it $60 million? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the budget was $60 but I, million. I promise you, I do not know the box office. I chucked my headset off my head when he started talking about it. Okay. So I do not know what the box office was. So thank you to all of his friends who ruined everything for this episode. What was the box office? $200 million. No, 165 million. I want far no, off. And it still made a lot. It made $100 million Yeah. I can't believe how big the profit. film is, like... In terms of budget, sixty million. Yeah, it's a. But that's but what that's why it looks so good. Yeah, though. it you can, looks you can really see good. It, yeah. So I've got a few little behind the scenes facts for you. The sharks in the film were not actually fake. <laughs> the whole thing was real. Fuck it off. Many of that. the sharks in the film were real. Majority of it was shot at Barger Studios in Mexico. The team constructed sets above the tanks James Cameron built to make Titanic. The cast worked with animatronic sharks and used imagination to fill in for the computer-generated ones. But after they wrapped, Harlan, who was the director, insisted that the cast go and work with sharks in the Bahamas. And so a lot of the sharks in the films were real. It must be so good being an actor, like, doing all these experiences. Well, the cast weren't too happy about it. I'd be fucking The guy who played Carter hated sharks, so he was shitting his pants. Um, Harlan tried to one-up Jaws, so the shark in Jaws was 25 foot long. He made their sharks 26 foot long just to one-up the shark in Jaws. Well, respect your elders for a second. Stay in your your lane kind of thing. I still love Deep Blue Sea, but Jaws is Jaws. Jaws is Jaws. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson was originally offered the role of Preacher, which was LL Cool J's position first but turned it down in the because the part wasn't big enough yeah so he didn't, he didn't want to do it uh the license plate carter pulls out of the shark's mouth is the exact same one as the one that came out of the cut open tiger shark in jaws oh. so it's, it read the exact same originally susan was supposed to live but test audiences hated it because they saw her as the villain and so they changed it last minute and reshot so that she died and then lastly ll cool j was supposed to die early on in the film but he was so good that they kept him on yeah nice and he also rapped the song in the credits really the deep blue sea yeah he's got a music video and everything he's got like (laughs) shark eyes it's really good right my would you rather haven't thought of one so give me a minute right would you rather go like free diving in a in like a a big space big big pool of water but it's got a great white shark in it or 
in like a lake, but it's got an alligator in it. Repeat the first one. Like just just a shark. Would you rather go free diving with a shark, great white shark, or an alligator, like a big alligator or a big shark? Shark. I think because alligators scare me. I, I think alligators are more aggressive. I think alligators yeah. would probably try and kill you more than a shark would. Like I've seen videos and that on Shark Week of documentaries and stuff, and people go free diving with great whites. Obviously, it's not advised and it's not safe, but <laughs> it's not advised. But like a lot of it is like they're, they're submerged in the water, so the shark can visibly see that it's not. Yeah, a, a seal. Yeah, exactly. So it chooses not to attack them. Yeah, I would definitely go with a, a shark rather than an alligator because alligators just seem like vicious little fucks. Like right. they're like the hornets of the water. Yeah. So that's that's this, week, this week's episode done. Next week I've picked Sweeney Todd, which is a shock because I fucking hate musicals. I love this. Musical. I cannot stand musicals, but I like Sweeney Todd, so we'll go with that. I only watched this a couple of months ago as well. Uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I saw it's a video a of it film. the other day, like a clip on TikTok, so I was like, oh, I'll watch that. Okay. So, tune in next week. Yep, my midweek episode will also be up on Thursday, and we will see you then. See you later. Bye.